Hey, Donnie here. I wanted to tell you about Champions 90. Champions 90 isn't a workout routine or a fitness routine. This is about you transforming your life mentally, giving yourself an upgrade while you build to business freedom. Champions 90 is about you getting quiet with your thoughts, staying focused on building your business and getting you to freedom. Come join the challenge at champions90.com. All right, guys, going to be another episode, and I promise you, on this one, y'all better freaking get back and get ready for it. This is going to be one of the crazier ones I've done, and I am absolutely looking forward to this conversation. So I'm bringing on Miss Dana Ferrant, and let me tell you, she has got a wicked badass story. So here we go, Miss Dana. Welcome to the show, my dear. Please, oh, for the love of God, tell us your story. You know, episode 22 on Success Champions podcast is still one of my favorite podcasts. It was an episode where Stacey McGovern came on and shared her story, her journey, how she went from small town girl to CEO of a multi-million dollar company. And it's a great story. Not long after that episode aired, Stacy and I had a great conversation about who we were talking to at the show and who the listeners were. And she just loved what we were doing and wanted to jump in and help out. So since around episode 30, Stacy has been sponsoring and, and helping us out making the show the success it is. So guys, do me a favor. I can tell you that Stacy is doing some amazing things with her company, Point Blank Safety Services, with her... Um, Nonprofit Blue Family Fund, they're doing some really cool things. But one of the things I'm fascinated with her at the moment is her TikTok channel. I know that's made it sound crazy, but she's had a couple of videos that just gone extremely viral. Uh, one's got over 300,000 views on it. And so if you'll go to TikTok, click on at Stacy McGovern and, and follow her, it would mean the world to me. Um, she's just an amazing person and doing some amazing things. And then head over to pointblanksafety.com. This is her company where they employ off-duty police officers to protect our freeways, our construction sites, our building, and help people keep their assets their assets. So if you're in the Texas marketplace, um, check out pointblanksafety.com and you're going to get off-duty officers helping you with all of your stuff. And then the funnest thing we got going on right now, guys, is the Success Champions Networking Groups. This is what we started to uh, help people, you know, get their businesses more virtual, help them scale and grow their businesses by help, getting around other people that are doing amazing things and actively growing their business. We have ongoing coaching and training in there. That's all part of the $47 it costs to be a part of one of these groups. We have 14 chapters launching across the United States. Uh, we're working on a couple in Europe. And we're just excited to bring this level of badassery to the business marketplace. So if you're looking to network with other badasses that are growing their businesses, uh, head over to web, the, my website, donnybovine.com. Click on the networking tab and check out Success Champions Networking. Now let's go talk to Miss Badass herself, Dana Ferris. 
Oh, thanks, Donnie. <laughs> I am super excited. I love your branding. You know, the band Badass is something that I use as well. So yeah, yeah. let's just get this out of the way. I used to be a dominatrix. Yes, a dominatrix, like leather, corset, thigh-high boots, nasty little whip kind of dominatrix. Wait, you said and, used to be, so you don't even play in that be. shit anymore. No, I'm not playing in that shit anymore. I am way too lazy for that. It's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was such a, wor a workout, but all it right. It is. It's a lot of work to beat people. Like, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> Thank like God it's good money, sense. but you know, <laughs> that doesn't always uh, translate into something that you want to do forever. Um, yeah. So my, uh, my longer story is that I, I grew up in a cult and when I left that, I started on this journey to, you know, to heal, to actually change because there's a lot of deep programming that goes with that. And, and then there was, you know, various types of abuse. And so I went on this, you know, very long journey to figure out how do I get this out of my body? How do I get to the place where I'm not reacting to absolutely everything? And I found the most profound healing in the most unusual place, which was the dungeon. So I started out. You actually... <laughs> Got to beat the the bad shit out of yourself. Damn well, it, I actually started <laughs> out on the submissive side. So I, okay. I went through some experiences that allowed me to um, recreate the scenes and but have a different outcome. So that's one of the things is that it's all scripted loosely. You have um, a defined outcome of where you're where you're headed to, much like coaching. And the idea is to take the person through this journey. And at the end, you create this outcome that reinforces the new behavior, the new thought pattern. And that's what I was able to do. We were able to actually move this out of my body. And it was profound. I, for the first okay, time. I'm fascinated. Hold on. So, okay, so you literally went to somebody that was a dominatrix themselves and said, hey, help me get through some bad shit that happened to be in my life. Okay, sort of. I okay. was drawn into the kink world. So we call it kink as far as like that's okay. like the subculture title. And I was really drawn into it. I had a client who was involved. And at that time I was doing massage therapy. And so she disclosed to me that this was what she was into. So that when I saw marks or bruises, we could talk about it openly and not have to like skirt around okay. and me think All that right. she's being abused. Right. And that was what started the conversation. I started learning more about it, learning the psychology behind it. I'm like, this is really fascinating. So I was very intrigued just from my own personal exploration. But you know, what I found was that it healed my body. It healed my brain. It healed so many things for me that I was blown away. And that's what started my journey to actually learn the, to the trade, to actually pick up the whips and, and do this for other people. Because I wanted them to have this experience. I wanted them what, to have this transformation. And he, now here's what's fascinating. This is going to be uh -huh. a fun fucking conversation. I'm so <laughs> in. So, so literally, you almost forced yourself to go back into situations uh -huh. to basically reenact them uh -huh. so you could get okay with them. Yes. Girl, that is fucking balls. It is balls. Because, because most people would not mentally take themselves back to that let alone physically take themselves back to that yeah holy shit i'm fucking impressed because thank you you know in, in in business side of things most people once they have a bad taste of something like sales they won't go in that direction again yeah right i, I do personal development as an extreme sport 
<laughs> I would agree with that. I would right. agree with that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. This is only the tip of the air. This is some of what I've done. Like I, I've done some crazy shit. All right. Um, because I do find that, you know, like the more extreme things, like when you go all in, when you really, you know, are immersed in it, but immersed in it in a way that's safe and it's contained. And there's, you know, you have somebody who is watching out and making sure that the script goes in the direction that you want. And you're not, you know, just letting yourself surrender to some crazy nut because there are crazy nuts. At that yeah, world. guaranteed. Seriously. Um, so this, this was the piece. It's like, it really dynamically fucking changed who I was at the core and I, for the first time, my depression lifted. I didn't even realize I was depressed until it lifted. I was like, oh my God. Like I'm sitting there, I'm looking out and I'm like, oh, look at that drizzly rain. That's so pretty. <laughs> and then thinking, I've never had that thought before. Like right. never in my life have I thought that something like that, you know, this ugly drizzly gray sky is pretty. And, you know, so that was what really sparked it for me. I was like, okay, I want to get into this. I want to learn. So I, I learned from all kinds of different people and I took people on these journeys. And eventually, you know, you know, when you're told that it's like, okay, this is not what you're supposed to be doing for a long time. Like right. for me, it's the universal nudges. Okay. So the universe was like nudging me, nudging me. Like you need out, you're done. You need to get out. And of course I don't listen because, um, you know, I'm a bit of a rebel. So I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. We're good. We're having fun. And the universe is like, oh, yeah? You think you're fun? Okay, here's the two by four upside the back of the fucking head, right? right. <laughs> it's like, right. gosh. And so the whole community turned on me. I started talking trash everywhere I went. It was just like nasty because I wasn't listening. So I got out and that, at that point, my business that I had, so I also had a a massage supply outlet and a couple of massage clinics. And at that point, that business was actually going bankrupt. And so we, I had to get out, I had to restructure. And this is where I made the transition into the coaching and pulling all of my lessons and the energy of the dominatrix into business. Cause what I saw was that I wasn't using that in my business. I, you know, I wasn't being the leader. I wasn't standing in it. It's crazy. What, was it, you weren't using the skills you learned or you weren't using the dominatrix vocabulary energy energy okay <clears throat> yeah so i talk in terms of energy so to me the dominatrix now is an archetype for people to step into men or women it's not it's not just a woman thing um that energy that energy of the authentic confidence like there's a difference between right. somebody coming along and like oh i'm the best right like you see those guys who are yeah. like just like full of themselves it's not that it's the coming in and you could say nothing like I can walk into a room, if I've got the energy cranked up, I walk into a room, people will stop to see who's just walked in. A hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. Cause, and that's the dominatrix energy. Like when it, to have it internally, to have that piece where you're, you know, you know, you're a badass. You don't have to tell anybody you're a badass. You right. just show the fuck up and people are like, damn, what do you got going on? Right. Like, tell me about it. What do you do? It, you you almost put off a, a, a charisma to mm -hmm. you that people are fucking drawn to. Absolutely. And it's it, for me. It's not confidence. It's it's knowing you belong there, right? And knowing that you deserve to be in that room because a lot of people that I talk to, you know, people that I coach and get the chance to help them finally break through they come up with a lot of that, that head trash around of, of what the fuck do you call it? Where you don't think you're qualified to do something. It's a, uh, the 
Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Thank you. I couldn't even fucking. (laughs) But a lot of people get stacked up against that. And and the only reason imposter syndrome kicks in is because you're in some sort of comparison game. Mm. Right. You're starting to think, I don't stack up to these people. They're Mm -hmm. better than me. Look what they've done. Look Mm -hmm. what they've accomplished. So for me, you know, what you're talking about is somebody walking in that room and knowing they should be fucking there, knowing that they are allowed to be among these peers and, mm-hmm. you know, get them to, to acknowledge they are a peer. So, so I've never heard this fun from the whole dominatrix side of things, but I'm fucking enjoy it. So, Good. so two things that I love about this. One is you burned your bridges because at some point, <laughs> you know, and I, and I think for an entrepreneur, once they finally do that, that's right. That's when they start breaking loose. When they finally completely bet on themselves, there's no scapegoat. There's no one left to blame. It's fucking on you and you're in. Mm-hmm. So, so good on you. Two, I love that you have the courage and use this background that you have to, to bring it forward. Where does that courage come from for you? Because I can't help but wonder the first time you came out and told the world that you were a dominatrix, there wasn't this little voice in your head going, what the fuck are you doing? Well, you know, it's so funny. Uh, well, everybody else had that thought. Uh, no, so initially, guaranteed. initially it was a bit of ignorance. I came out, I was so excited because I, you know, I sat down, I actually had a coach and we were like, okay, what, what would light you up so much that you're willing to do this for the next 20 years? And so I dug in, I'm like, you know, I really love, I love this piece. I love how much I've learned from it. It has been so dynamic of a gift in my life that I'm like, I want, and particularly, I want women to fucking stand in this power because they need it in their business. This is not negotiable. This is like, you need, whether you call it dominatrix energy or you call it something else, you've got to be a fucking badass in your business. That's non-negotiable. So I was really lit up about it. And I was really lit up about, you know, so much of what it's done for me um, and how much it's changed me. Cause like I, you wouldn't even recognize me 20 years ago. Like not, I would never reach out to you and say, Donnie, you need to put me on your fucking show. <laughs> you know? So let me tell that story really, really quick. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so guys, if you've been listening to the show, you know, I got the badass business summit coming up. Um, and on the site, there was a place to people submit to be a speaker. And one of the gals who's speaking on stage, Odette Pete, um, who's a freaking phenomenal speaker coach and everything else. I'm really excited to get mm-hmm. to know her more. Um, said, Hey, I've got a couple of ladies you should meet and put said, sent me Dana's name and I said, you know, told Dana, go ahead, fill it out. Well, we didn't pick Dana to get on the stage this year. And the move she did, I want you guys to fucking embrace in your businesses and do, because as soon as I sent her the email and she is the only person that responded to the re the rejection letter, by the way. Oh my God. So I sent off and we had over 300 applicants to get on the stage. Um, So I sent Dana the rejection letter with all the other applicants. Dude, she did the badass ballsy fucking maneuver to come back and says, Hey, I've seen your podcast, this, that, and the other. I can't be on stage. I appreciate that. Would you put me on your podcast? Dude, that fucking maneuver was all I needed. Fuck, your your story could have been anything at that point. (laughs) But the mere fact you had the balls to do that. Guys, I'm telling you, half the battle in life is showing the fuck up. It doing really that crazy stuff and making an ask it's 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 awesome so so keep going girl i'm 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 into this yeah it, you know and it's it's that courage like the, the big part of for me the the mindset is that i i don't make myself wrong for anything mm. and and so that's that's a big piece of what it's just kind of moves that piece out of your brain where you're like oh what are they gonna think i'm like hey let me try it you know okay. 
you've got a podcast. Hey, this is, you know, if you're talking badass, what's more badass than an inner dominatrix theme, right? Branding. Like, I think that's an absolutely no brainer fit, but I it's definitely something I've never done on the show before. I, I'll give it. I, I, I often get to be unique. That is definitely. So we yeah. were actually, we were talking about first coming out. Um, yep. So when I first came out, so I, I thought I'm, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to work with women in business and that's who I'm going to work with. So I went to a women's networking meeting and I'm like, Oh, I help women step in their power by claiming their inner dominatrix. And literally, <laughs> yeah, I'm all excited, right? right? Literally, this woman takes two steps back. Her face looks like she's seen a ghost. And she says to me, I, I, I'm really happy with my husband. And I'm like, honey. Wow, that's a response. Right? And, and here's the irony is that like we were like down in the, the financial district. And, you know, across the road is like the big building in Toronto for the finances. And I'm thinking, honey, if I was looking for those clients, I'd be over in that building, not <laughs> in a women's networking meeting. Like, come on. So I, I did kind of, you know, try, I tried pulling back. I thought, oh, I'll, I'll call it something else. I called it power matrix for a while, a little spin on it, but nobody could get that. They were yeah, like power yeah. matrix, power what? Like they just didn't get it. So I was like, oh, forget it. I got to lean in go all out or forget it. And I, you know, I have offended a lot of people. I've had a lot of people who said, I'm not putting you on my stage. Fuck them. But fuck them. There's also people who have, like, I just, I was telling you, I came back from San Antonio, Texas, hugely conservative area. They loved it. They loved it. Well, and and everybody needs to hear this because I think what holds a lot of people back is they're really scared to, as you said, staying in their power because they're the fact that you've got the courage to stand out and say, I'm a dominatrix is really fucking impressive. But the same token, the, if half the world that is trying to run their business would just step into the truth. I mean, me growing up and through my sales career and everything else, I didn't tell anybody I lived on a farm. I didn't tell anybody it was country, you know, and I damn sure didn't tell them I was a United States Marine because it didn't mean anything in corporate America. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and it wasn't until years later that I learned that I was a country guy, that being a Marine, some of those things really helped me connect with people because I was showing up as my authentic self. Mm-hmm. And that's a hundred percent why it wasn't working for you when you were trying to say power matrix and everything else, because it was a false front. It, it wasn't was. you putting yourself out there. Yeah. And definitely. And, and I always find that's a real encouragement for people. I'm thinking, okay, if I can make the branding of the inner dominatrix work and it works, I'm successful. I'm making some good money. If I can do that, then, you know, what's your excuse? Right lean in like lean into whatever your brand is show up as you because if i can make this crazy ass shit work i'm sure you can make whatever it is that's your brand absolutely work well and the other thing that i love about it is is it's an instant qualifier and Mm -hmm. it's an instant disqualifier Mm -hmm. i got invited to speak at a big podcast conference down in florida and and they hadn't, I guess they didn't know much about my brand before they invited me out, right? They didn't give me any rules. They didn't give me any regulations. So I walked down the stage like I do. And I'm like, hey, where are all my badasses at? And half the room goes bananas, right? And they're like, that's me. Fuck yes. The other half of the room is like I was sitting on church on Sunday. They're like, oh my God, what did he just say? And you get the same thing when you come out and you say, I'm a fucking dominatrix. You know, your people will go, fuck yes, I'm into that. And your people that, I mean, it's an instant disqualifier and qualifier. I love that. You know, so 
you're teaching people to step in their powers. You're teaching mm-hmm. them to, to embrace this inner dominatrix. I don't know if I could ever use those words with me, um, <laughs> you know, but, but, I, but I like it. Um, you know, how are you actually teaching them to make that leap from being okay with themselves to actually unleashing and going for it? Mm-hmm. So it is a, it's a multifaceted approach. Of course, I have, you know, 30 years of business background. So sometimes it's a matter of tweaking their strategy and then they feel more confident about what they're doing. Um, but primarily what I'm doing is I'm really shifting the, the programming that gets set up in our brains because the majority of us have these little automatic responses where, you know, we've decided that something's not safe. And the moment we've decided something's not safe, we pull back rather than moving forward. So it's, it's like when we're kids, if you put your hand on a, on a red hot stove and you burn your hand, then from there on in, you get anywhere close to a red hot stove and you're going to recoil. You automatically recoil. And this is the thing is that we have these kind of programs set up around you know, making sales calls or standing out or being seen or being successful. And it is about changing those so that you can move into action. So it's not just, you know, the whole woo side of things. I call it practical woo. Oh, good, because everybody knows that I'm not full woo-woo. I'm just woo. Right. See, just woo, one woo. Just woo. Just woo. That's all you need. Just one. That's all. Just, you know, just half a woo. (laughs) (laughs) Because you get too woo-woo and I'm like, whoa. Well, there's some people who are, and and I'm I'm with you. It's like, there are people who are so woo-woo, their feet are left the uh, stratosphere. They're just not here. I had a gal, I'm sorry to derail you, but I had a gal the other day tell me that she's actually an alien from a a different planet and it's an angelic plane. Fabulous. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Um, I appreciate it. That's a little beyond woo for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I had somebody accuse me of copying her and copying her galactic transmissions and talking in strange tongues. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's a really interesting, uh, finger pointing. Cause I don't do that. That's way too woo for me. So, you know, I'll just speak English. I wonder if you can get sued for copying somebody's galactic, whatever, if you don't know you're doing it. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> and uh, wow. Everybody else perceives it as English. So, uh, you know, I'm not sure what you got going there. Anyway, right. <laughs> that's a little side rail, but <laughs> so the point is that it's, it's changing what is going on at that subconscious level so that when you start taking action, it's maybe a mild resistance as opposed to the, the recoil resistance. And it's not, so it gets it out of that whole push through like the typical masculine energy is like, well, just suck it up, eat the frog, eat the fucking frog and go. Right. That doesn't work for the majority of people, especially if there is deeper um, abuse programs running, you're never going to be able to push through it because that safety trigger is so strong. I'm going to challenge just a little bit. I'm a hundred percent. I'm not the massive action guy, right? I don't think you got to take a lot of massive action to get shit happen. I do believe you got to take incremental action, right? Consistently over an elongated period of time. Mm. And I'll always come from everything from a sales perspective, because that's my background. That's what I know. And with that, I know I can take somebody that has never sold a thing in their life and teach them incremental steps. And I don't care what head trash they got. If they keep taking the action moving forward, they'll eventually evolve. I yeah. can't say how and fast they'll evolve. You're reprogramming them. Okay. You realize fair that? Enough. Fair yeah. enough. Fair In enough. taking that incremental action and you're holding their hand, you're making it safe. You are reprogramming. So there's lots of ways to get there, but we're doing the same thing. 
right? But I'm also, the, I believe in the you go, I go, right? So what I mean by that is if back when I was doing a lot of sales training, it wasn't, hey, this is how you cold call. No, it's fuck you. I'm picking up a phone, put it on speakerphone. You watch me do it. Cool. Now your turn. Right. Right. You know, um, philosophy through there. So, so, all right. I like this idea of reprogramming in yeah. through, through change. Um, yeah. Who do you typically work with in doing so, this? Yeah. I would say primarily it is women who have reached six or multiple six figures and they have a desire to go to, to multiple seven. Okay. And in that there's a, that's where they start to come up against these deeper programming because you can, you can hustle and grind your way up to six and even multiple six figures. And then put yourself right in a hospital. And then exactly. <laughs> Adrenal burnout, all those things happen. Yeah. And, and that's where um, at that point, that's where it becomes a critical where it's like, okay, you, you need to do that deeper inner work if you're going to go further, because now you've got to, you have to lead a team. You're not going to get there on your own. Right. Um, so you're going to be faced with all of those challenges. You're going to be faced with letting go of control. If you're a control freak, um, I, I attract control freaks. <laughs> I <laughs> imagine am, that. <laughs> I know. Mm, can imagine that's a reflection on me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, but that's really the, the big part of it is that they just, they might need some tweaking in their strategy, but mostly it it is let's do the inner work because that's been ignored and now in order to go further this is where we have to go and are you doing this through one-on-one sessions or group sessions i have both so okay. i have uh yeah i just can't help but think that some of those group conversations might get a little wild you know because you're using a lot of and I, I know you got the business experience but me being me i'm be like all right how the fuck would you beat the shit out of a guy you know gal whatever you know, lead you to where we are right now in this conversation. I just know my personality. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to ask lots of questions. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What were you actually wearing at that point? No. Um, <laughs> so, and this is why I don't work with a lot of men because the you know, the poor little brain leaves the building. Of course. Of the course. blood flow, you know, drops. Yeah, of, of course. Well, the, the, we still are thinking it's just not with the right head, you know. Exactly. Um, so, with I mean, with all of this, what was that point for you where you really realized this was the direction you needed to go? I mean, this is you we're going to totally use this as a thing. I mean, I know you had a coach, but I think we all go through a moment mentally where we're like, this is what I really need to do. Is there a catalyst for you, you know, to do the, this? The catalyst was, you know, with having my, my seven figure supply business, having that go through, I call it a restructuring because we, we did sort of a bankruptcy, but we kind of pivoted and restructured the whole thing in, in having to do that and having to fire all of my staff in order mm. to do it, that was probably the biggest turning point to make me really look at it. So once I had you know, gotten through the majority of the craziness, which was about four or five months, then I had some time to just step back and go, okay, <clears throat> what, what happened? Beyond the obvious things of, you know, we had somebody break into our merchant account. We had um, our customer slowdown happen early. We had, you know, we had some customers that didn't pay us, some of our big customers. Beyond that, that's, that's kind of the obvious. But beyond that, I was like, okay, well, what was it for me? And again, I do personal development as extreme sport. So I'm willing to look at me. And that's where I said, okay, I have all of these skills as a dominatrix. And yet I wasn't bringing that energy of leadership into my business. 
-hmm. I wasn't holding my staff accountable. And so they were constantly screwing up because there was no accountability. I wasn't, you know, holding that space for my clients when I was doing sales. And so I missed out on upsells and Guys, making more money. This. this is all ownership, man. I fucking love this. Go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Extreme sport. <laughs> yeah, dude, I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. You know. Yeah. So I think at that point it was that okay, this is this is what is required. And I saw a lot of my um, female colleagues doing the same kinds of things, getting caught up in that, you know, imposter syndrome, which mm -hmm. is really about at the core, it's about I don't want to own my power. Right. Yep. Yep. I you know. It's funny. I have this when I'm on stages. I, I talk a lot about that people are walking through life with a whiteboard on their chest, and this whiteboard, what they do is they walk around with that marker, handing it to everybody else, and saying, "Hey, would you please mm. write my worth on it?" Yeah. You know, and and it's very interesting. Is the problem is everybody's worried about what everybody else thinks, when in truth they're not thinking about you. They're so worried about what you think of them that there's this whole misinteraction that, that happens, mm -hmm. you know, through that process. So um, just a crazy dynamic. So when you're going through and you're, you're coaching and, and you're working with people, you've now made the transition into this role of your business. How long did it take for you to go from seven figure business out on your own, doing your coaching back to some sort of level of success because the mind fuck that goes along with that ride is a hell of a journey. For you, what was that look like? Um, so I was fortunate. I had uh, I had a bit of a transition period while I, where I still owned the store and I was getting it ready to sell. So I was kind of building the that up part-time for three years and okay. then I launched full-time. And as soon as I launched full-time, I was already at the six-figure mark. Again, you know, keep in mind, I've got a business background, right. I understand, and I had built a bit of a base, I had some following, so I was able to launch pretty quickly. Well, and the one thing that I want people to hear is this was a side hustle that became a full-blown business, which is right. the smart way to do it, because my dumbass just jumped out on my own. I walked <laughs> away from a 20-year career, you know, that was making ridiculous money in, you know, 15 days from the day I decided I was out with nothing but my nest egg. That yeah. I quickly blew through. Absolutely. So, so if you're at that spot in your life, guys, where you're trying to think about, should I start a business, man, do it as a side hustle. Let it, let it build up until you have a, you know, comfort zone of mm -hmm. turning this into a full-time business. Yeah. And if I can plug in a piece, it just don't try to do everything. Yeah. Like really stop and say, what do, what do I love? You know, like there's a million different things. You could be writing a book, you could do a podcast, you could do social media, you could do this, you can do that. And then there's like, you know, 15,000 different social medias. Stop and, and, you know, drop all the input and say, what, what lights me up? What am I willing to do? Like, if you love being on a podcast, if that lights you up, then go that route and go all in skip all the other things pick one piece and do it really really well and the only thing that i do that if you don't know which one of those things it is take 30 days and try them all and then pick one that's a good yeah because because what i had to find for myself was i didn't know what those things were and i hadn't had enough experience in a lot of those things other than speaking on stage i'd done that quite a bit but uh, i had to learn all the others and then knowingly go into it going okay in 30 days i turned something off when what's getting turned off what's getting mm -hmm. ramped up 
you know? Yeah. Um, Cause I, for me, you got to taste it. You got to try things to, to really figure out sometimes what lights you up. Yeah. Or you would be, you know, sit, maybe sit down with a coach at, at, for one session to say, okay, what, what are my strengths? right? Like, so podcasting makes sense for you, you know, coming from the speaking world that that would make sense. Some people are good on video. Some people are not. Some people are audio. Some people are written, you know, understanding what your strengths are. And then from there, you can kind of narrow in. I, I really, I love this idea of trying everything, but the problem is, is that when you're first starting, sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees because you're doing everything and everything feels overwhelming. And then you're like, Oh, fuck it. I'm just going to (laughs) stop. Agreed. Agreed. You know, (laughs) and you know, the one thing I love telling people is when you're looking for a coach, the number Mm -hmm. one question you need to ask that coach is who the fuck is their coach? Mm -hmm. Because what I have found over this couple of years of doing this now is most fucking coaches don't even have a coach of their own, mainly because they can't afford one. Oh Um, God. (laughs) Get started on that. Or, or, or flip flop it you know, they are uncoachable, but yet they run a coaching practice, right? which is a, the funniest fucking thing in the world. So, so literally guys grill your coach as hard as you would grill an employee trying to come work for you. Mm-hmm. Right. Because there is a lot of bullshit out there. There's a Ooh. lot of theory. There's yeah. a lot of, uh, shysters out there probably as bad as like the dominatrix world you know you got your good and bad <laughs> get the bad and the ugly yeah, right, right, yeah right. you know at least you're not it's not life-threatening situations you're yeah, exactly to, but it could exactly. be in yeah. that you know you could end up spending a lot of money with somebody who's got a really good game for talking but then when it comes to delivery is you know, well and you know people need to hear that there was more money made during the gold rush by selling shovels than digging mm-hmm. for gold. So that's mm-hmm. why there's so many coaches and everything out there is because they know there's so many people that are digging for gold, desperately trying to build a business, this, that, and the other. Oh yeah. And the, and the, how many programs out there is like how to make six figures in 60 days. Steal like, my funnel. Oh my and, and, God. Yes. And Jesus Christ. I... Turn all that shit off. Yes. Stop the input and get quiet and figure out what you need. Yep. Um, and, one of the coolest things that I figured out on my ride from one of my mentors, he, and he's basically, he's gave me a lot of great advice, but he, he said, Donnie, take one thing to a hundred thousand dollars, take one business line, take one thing you're doing mm-hmm. and run that to a hundred thousand dollars because the lessons you'll learn on that rise is what's going to help you scale to everything else. And it Absolutely. was great advice. Yeah. So what's something that somebody can do for themselves? They're, they're in that spot in their life. They've transitioned. They're running their business. They're trying to figure out, you know, what they should be doing. What's something that tactical that they can be doing in their business to help them start scaling up and leveling up their business? Okay. So I'm going to give, uh, give everybody a tool in a minute, but I want to just give a little shout out. I have a book called Badass Intuition. Cool. And thank you. <laughs> um, but this is a six week boot camp that people can go through to really drop into the tools for trusting yourself. So it's it's very simple. It's actually free. It's a free book on Amazon. And you're gonna start implementing that trust of you so that you stop listening to the experts and really hone in on okay, what works for me. And I think that's like the base skill for anybody in business. And no matter where you are in business, mm. your, your trust of you needs to be 
hundred percent. Okay. So the other piece that I, I love giving people is, uh, is a very simple energy tool which will allow you to actually disconnect from the craziness of the world. And again, this is about you getting a feel of, you know, who am I in the world as opposed to, you know, Oh, these, all these experts, let me listen to you. No, no. I want you to come into like what I call authentic empowerment, which is that you are the expert in your life. You are the ultimate authority, not me, not anyone else. So start of this is to move your energy field out like really, really big. Now, Here's where I'll start is a visualization. So if you imagine that there's like this egg-shaped dome all around you and the egg-shaped dome is about the width of your arm span and then pick a color. So Donnie, pick a color. Blue. Blue. Okay. So here's what I want you to do is I want you to fill that dome, that egg-shaped dome with blue. Cool. Okay. Now this blue is a magical blue. It's not going to dilute. So as we move the blue out, it's going to stay the same intensity as what you visualize right now. Okay. Deal? Okay. Yep. Good. So now what I want you to do is I want you to take that blue and I want you to fill the whole room. Good. And then fill all of the city that you're in. Damn, that's a lot of work, but okay. Just let it, just let, just see it. Okay. So cool. it's, it's not meant to be work. You just see it happening. It's like, Oh, what does that look like? Okay. And then what does it look like to fill the whole state that you're in? Okay, just notice. And right. then we're going to go, we're going to go big. It's like, what does it look like to fill all of the USA? Because I know you're in the US. So what does it look like to fill all of the US? Good. Okay. And then we go out even more. It's like, what does it look like to fill all of the world, the whole globe? That's easy. It's already 70% blue. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> Call you on your shit. <laughs> okay. So now normally when I work with people, it's like, we'll keep going solar system, galaxy, universe. The idea is that the majority of us have been taught this lie. We think that in order to protect ourselves, okay, protect ourselves from other people's emotions and energy that we need to pull in. And so we contract in, but the problem is, is that that makes us a target and if something comes at us, it gets stuck in our energy field. Mm. So now you're carting everything around from everybody that you've ever come in contact with Correct. and you're dragging it along. And then you wonder why you're tired at the end of the day because you got everybody's crap attached to you. All this shit, all this baggage. So when you expand out, you become more like the wind as opposed to a wall. And if everybody else's stuff is like post-it notes, you can stick a ton of them onto a wall, but you can't stick a single one on the wind. Mm. and that's yeah that's the shift is that when you expand out like that you actually are far more protected you're also taking a vantage point so we know the power of like Mm. when you step back and you have perspective which is hard if you've not practiced right but this is a way to to start that perspective and having a bigger you know take on what's going on in your life will allow you to be flexible. There's also, you can kind of see what's coming at you a little bit better and just kind of move out of the way. Right. <laughs> it's like the martial arts. You just right. use that and just move out of the way as opposed to trying to block anybody. So everybody that's doing that shield and bubble, it's like trying to block what's coming at you and you can't do that. You get bowled over. So this love is it. way more effective. Love, love. Where did you learn this? So I learned that tool, um, 
what we're talking about, 10, 15 years ago, 15 years ago now, um, through a modality called access consciousness, which I am no longer part of. That's okay. an interesting story. <laughs> so <laughs> I tend to get kicked out of things. Surprise. <laughs> right. <laughs> I kind of get a feeling you're as much of a bull in a china shop as I am. Yeah. I just, you know, things are not right. And I'm like, mm, this isn't sitting well with me. So I, yeah, the one year I was like at facilitators training and I'm like, uh, I'm kind of having a problem with this. Like this doesn't really add up and the percentages and like, I'm having a problem. They're like, you need to be quiet. And I'm like, no, yeah. you said I could ask questions. Uh, I'm asking questions. So then I was kicked out. <laughs> Yeah, I was invited to a uh, local board meeting for a pretty big company to sit on their board. And uh, I was given the rules before I walked through the door that I wasn't allowed to ask questions. I wasn't allowed to challenge. I wasn't do this. And I'm like, are y'all sure you want me in this room? They're like, absolutely. We'd love to have your brand. We'd love to have your personality. And what they really wanted was my reach, my people, my, you know, Mm -hmm. everything that I'm doing. I sat in a board within 10 minutes. I was like, dude, what the fuck are y'all thinking? What the hell are y'all even talking about? And you could see every eye turn to me because this is a very, you know, conservative white dude freaking you know boardroom and here i was going what the fuck are y'all doing and i wasn't invited back you know i'm not really sure why <laughs> it's sad because it's like we need disruptors we need yeah. the people who are challengers and yet so many people are so stuck in their own bs yeah. um sorry i'm forgetting that i can actually fucking swear uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's been a few days in san antonio so i'm like still conditioned to like how like don't say the word fuck <laughs> Fuckity fuck. So, but you know, if we actually allowed ourselves to let go of the idea that we've ever been wrong, we can listen to people challenging us and understand that they care. In you know, it's like I always say, it's like I'm willing to call you on your bullshit because I love you. Right. If I didn't care, I wouldn't say anything. Well, and go back to the whole whiteboard idea when we put out information, opinions, thoughts, anything else. If we're not self-aware enough, when somebody else challenges that thought process, whatever we put out there, we're so worried about what that person will think about us that we adjust mm-hmm. to make that an agreeable situation, mm-hmm. which is the opposite of that should actually happen. Yeah. Right? You should own your own shit and you know, be willing to go back to your stand in power, stand in your power and what we call plant your feet. Mm-hmm. and go have a direct conversation back with that individual. Don't change to please them. Right. Please your damn self. Yeah, and don't run away from the conversation. No, no, oh, challenge God. it. But, you know, most people hate conflict. And mm-hmm. even though it's not a conflict situation, they interpret it as such. Yeah, which it, it comes around to not wanting to be wrong. I don't, yeah. don't want to be seen as a fool. I don't want to be seen as wrong. And when we, when we loosen that off, when we let go of that piece and we're willing to be wrong, then there's freedom. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Mm-hmm. Hell, girl, this has been a, a fascinating ride and I knew it was going to be fun. Uh, I've, I'm, I'm geeking out on your philosophies a little bit. So thank you for that. Oh, my pleasure. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how do people find you? Where do, where do they, how do they reach out? How do they find you? How do they come find their inner dominatrix? You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to suggest a uh, very first thing, head over to innerdominatrix.com, grab a copy of Badass Intuition do the six week bootcamp and, uh, and that'll get you onto my email list from there. You are welcome to reach out to me. 
I am the only Dana Ferrant in the world. So as if being a dom- former dominatrix wasn't unique enough, right? I also have a very unique name. So you can find me through all the usual channels. Just Google it. So P-H-A-R-A-N-T is the last name. Are you on TikTok yet? No. Make it happen. Ugh. I did one video the <laughs> other day, girl. Um, it's been out for two days and it's over 25,000 views. Oh my and goodness. my following picked up. I mean, the platform is growing so rapidly right now. Okay. It's a land, in the words of Gary Vee, it's a land grab, you know, so, so get on there. So, thank you. Um, here's how I like to wrap up every episode. And I do stump some people. So, okay. so get ready for this. If you were going to leave the champion to listen to the show, 186 countries around the world, I guess that means the same thing, um, that are small business owners, entrepreneurs, you know, scaling, leveling up. If you were going to leave them with a quote, a phrase, a saying, a mantra, something they can take with them on their journey, especially when they're stacked up against it, what's that quote or phrase you would say? Remember this. Mm. See, gotcha. <laughs> I know. Well, no, it's the choice of two. I have two really good ones. Um, I think the the piece that, that came up first was when you're willing to lose everything, you can have anything. I think, can I add to that? Mm-hmm. I think when you're willing to lose everything, you finally meet yourself. Oh, that too. That's which how is I why you can have, which yeah, is why yeah, you can yeah, have yeah, anything. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I love, what was the other yeah. one? Uh, chuck it in the fuck it bucket and move on. <laughs> <laughs> I want that one on a t-shirt. I want you to send me a kiss of Chuck It in the Fuck It Bucket with Dana Ferret, you know, interdominatrix.com on it. That's fucking great. I would totally wear that shirt. So that's awesome. Dana, Love I got to tell you, this has been a blast, girl. Thank you so much for doing this. You know, thanks for coming on. Thanks for My having pleasure. the courage to reach out uh, and doing this. And keep going big, girl. I think you've got some big shit coming your way. So, so keep Thank going. you. Absolutely. I told you guys this was going to be a raw badass episode. What a hell of a story and what a crazy ass journey, man. I mean, uh, to have the guts and courage to do what she's doing, I'm just super impressed. And to see what she's doing and the stages she's been on, just a hell of a gal. So make sure you go show her some love and, and, and check out all the things she's into. And guys, if you have a business and you're not out actively networking with that business, with other badasses that are growing and scaling their businesses, you're missing out on a hell of an opportunity. We launched Success Champions Networking just a few weeks ago, and we're already up to 14 chapters that continue to grow and develop. Uh, These are across the United States in different major cities, and the badass things that are already happening inside of these groups are just phenomenal. So I just love everything about uh, what we've created and the badassery that's happening, you know, happening in there. So if you guys want to surround yourself with other badasses that are actively growing their businesses that are not trying to just sell the people in the room, They're making connections, building relationships, and aiming towards just some awesome, awesome, wonderful things. Head over to DonnieBovine.com, click on the networking groups, and check out Success Champions Networking. $47 per month 
get you access to a group, ongoing coaching and training, and a networking situation like you've never seen before. Check it out, guys. We'll be glad to see you there. Keep kicking ass. Later. Kevin and I have a lot of fun each week recording these episodes and sharing our best thoughts and ideas with you all. Man, we're just proud to, to have you guys as listeners always tuning in. And we really appreciate the messages. We get the DMs, the emails, and the likes from you guys with questions and ideas for future shows. And that just means the world to us. We really are changing how the world networks. We've poured our heart and soul into Success Champions Networking, and it continues to grow. So if you haven't checked out a chapter and you're looking for a mastermind group of pure, absolute badasses that understand that giving introductions are way more powerful than referrals, go to successchampionnetworking.com and request a visit. And thanks for being you. Thanks for being a champion of your success, because that's what it means to be a success champion.